Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me today on the show, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, and Paul Wiseman, uh, who is going to be talking a little bit about the markets today, and I'm happy to have him here as well. He's the President and CEO of Guildhall. And gentlemen, a very packed show. This show, quite simply put, a show about real money. Gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds, and a very exciting time right now. In fact, we have a show packed with information this week. I want to let people know the website, guildhallwealth.com. Go there throughout the show. We'll give the number as well. And we're going to talk about a number of different topics this week's show. In uh, We're going to get started keeping it very simple. The week that was gold and silver. Silver sitting in around the 1780 range right now. After about a week and a half of consolidation, very healthy and thankfully providing opportunity for those that are paying attention and watching and getting into this market right now. Well, gold sitting at the 1500 range is proving that it is very resilient right now and it is paying attention to the world and what is happening with the markets because there is a lot to say about that in particular, gentlemen. So I want to welcome everybody to this show, a show about real money. And again, if we're looking into a crystal ball, which we all know nobody has, but best guesses, fellas. Uh, one of the last opportunities of the year to buy in this range. I'm, I'm guessing both of you feel that is very confident in saying that. I think that uh, over the last several years, Darren, you've seen that the market has been consolidating, that there's very limited downside potential. I mean, we've talked a lot on the show about the cost of production to mine the physical product, and uh, that especially for silver, we're very close to it. So I think on the downside, there's limited risk, and it's really about pennies to the down and dollars to the up. So I think that everything you're seeing happening right now, which we're going to get into in just a few moments in terms of the economy and the Fed, is certainly putting a floor under under this asset. And um, I think one of the things that I'd like to talk about at some point today is uh, when is a good time to get involved in this market? Well, I'll tell you, in terms of the now and being here at this moment, if you're paying attention and you're watching, you're following along, you are excited like we are about this market and you should be thinking about owning gold and silver. Now, the question becomes, when is the best time to get in? We've just oh, seen a bit of pullbacks. <laughs> I do, of course, absolutely. I'm excited and I want to talk about it, but when would you feel comfortable getting your clients into the market? It's a question so, we get asked quite frequently, obviously. Yeah, it was a question that I had this week, actually, which was, you know, should I be investing in gold right now? And I think people have to approach physical precious metals as a strategic asset in your portfolio. It uh, hedges inflation, it hedges risk. And so at you should always have a portion of precious metals in your portfolio. Now, you might manage that. You might tailor it to your to your portfolio. You might uh, trim it back at certain times, maybe buy more if the market's gone down. Uh, but I think you always have to have a position of physical precious metals in the portfolio to have that strategic diversifier. And that's certainly what gold does. Silver right now being as cheap as it, as it is, uh, I think that it's great to have a position in that too. So I think it's not a question of when you should be involved in the market, but you because you should always have some physical precious metals in your portfolio in our opinions here, and we're not the only ones saying that. But I think if the question was, is, is gold and silver undervalued? 
Absolutely. If you look at the amount of debts out there, 250 trillion plus, not including unfunded liabilities, uh, you can definitely say that uh, gold as having zero counterparty risk and that uh, an asset that can't go bankrupt, it is very undervalued in today's standard. All right. Paul, your thoughts on that as well? I thought I purchased yesterday silver at 1753 after the Fed announcement. Uh, and I bought gold in at 1486. Uh, today we're trading around about 1785 silver, uh, just below 1500 on gold. It was a buying opportunity. Everybody has to let soak in what the Fed has done. Quarter of a percent lowering of uh, interest rates really is not going to make any difference to anybody out there, except it hurts savers a little bit. It doesn't hurt anybody else. Uh, I believe that the silver market and gold market is a about to go really through the roof. Um, we, at the beginning of the year, or over the last 12 months, I should say, silver was as low as $14. We hit last week 1975. There was a bit of a sell-off, um, but these prices at 1780, 1785, it's an absolute steal. As I said, at 1753, I loaded up the boat because I thought it was a silly price, and I think gold and silver is really waiting to move very, very rapidly. All right, guildhallwealth.com, that's the website. Before we go to break here, our first break, I want to mention this week that the Fed, the Federal Reserve in the U.S., had to intervene in the overnight markets. Without getting too complex, I do want to spend a couple minutes on it. The Federal Reserve on the overnight lending window where very large companies have to call into action reserve or additional funds to maintain operations and leveraged programs wherever they hold securities around the world. They need the money and liquidity and this week, in particular, the Federal Reserve, for the first time since the financial crisis of 2008 and nine, they had to step in and provide a tranche of money into the system, almost like quantitative easing, but just to protect that overnight lending window because there was no money to give out. That's right. We put an article up on our Twitter feed from CBC that really gives a great explanation of the repo loan market, but essentially it's um, entities are going into the market with collateral and they are lending it to, to uh, another entity who's going to pay interest on that, or sorry, they're going to take an interest on that, and then they're going to rebuy it back the next day. That's the repurchase or repo. And in this case, there was no buyers, only people looking to, to or no lenders rather, of, of money. So there was no one there to, to say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll take this off your hands and give you the cash for your collateral. And as a result, the interest rates spiked on that and the Fed had to intervene and say, okay, we'll be the buyer of last resort. We will buy everything that you need and we'll lend you the money till the next day. And that is what they're doing in the market. And it's scaring. It's, it's funny that it's not scaring the markets more, but it did mean that over the last three days, the Fed has had to put in over $100 billion, which is effectively QE4. Well, that is yet another reason, gentlemen, another shot across the bow, a warning of sorts. And you should protect your money if you care about your wealth and you want to protect it. Go to guildhallwealth.com. Give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver Get some gold in silver. It's physical. We'll talk more about it when we come back. We're going to touch base on a very important theme when it comes to buying gold and silver, pricing. So stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, a show about protecting your wealth through the ownership of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. 
I am happy to be here because we're talking about value in the first segment, what is happening during the week, and the fact that gold and silver look very poised to move ahead once again in a very healthy bull uh, change of environment where we are expecting the prices of silver and gold by spring to be much, much higher than they are right now. One of the biggest questions we are getting and continue to get and have got since we opened our doors in 2002, Jeremy, is always related to pricing. Different products, different types, different brands. How do we get to the final price on a piece of silver, for example? Why don't you shed a little more light on that for our listeners? Sure. So um, we often get the question, which is, what's the difference between that price that I'm seeing changing, whether it's on CP24 or on the computer, um, what's the difference between that price and, and why am I paying so much more for the actual physical bar? And the reason is, is because what you're looking at is the spot price. That's the unfabricated price of silver or gold. And what has to in happen- In paper terms. In paper terms. Right. Um, I like to say it's the, the wood, not the desk. It's the cotton, not the t-shirt. It's the flour and sugar, not the cupcake. Right? So it's, it's not, you haven't produced anything yet. It's, it's just a it's paper the, price. It's the vaporware. Exactly. So now let's take Royal Canadian Mint. They have to acquire the physical silver, refine it to 99.9% purity, fabricate it into a bar, let's say a 100-ounce silver bar. They have to hedge that, store it, and ship it. They're going to do that to a wholesaler who's then going to sell it to a retailer like Guildhall. And so for that, just like you would with a, a chocolate bar that says, okay, it costs $2 at the gas station, but that's not it costs money to, to produce it, put it together, package it, ship it out, and get it into the hands of the retailer. So that's what the difference is. Now, in, in a 100-ounce in a silver bar, that could start at maybe $1.40 over that spot price in U.S. dollars. Of course, depends on the product type. The larger the bar, the lower the premium. Usually, most Usually. of the time. Yep. And the larger the volume of order... The, you can get uh, volume discounts. Some rebates, right. So there, there's different ways to lower the price tag, whether it be choosing a specific type of product, a certain refiner. Everything that we have at Guildhall is LBMA approved. So any product that people choose from Guildhall could be sold anywhere around the globe. They're globally recognized brands with the highest quality. Okay, guildhallwealth.com is the website or the number one eight seven seven eight silver and we can talk to you personally about the product types we offer. We're experts in all of them and the logistics if you want to store or have it shipped and you can make a purchase directly through the website or by calling that number. Now, when you're talking about that uh, pricing scenario, uh, Paul, question for you let's stick with silver and then we'll pick one gold product what is typically and has been the best in terms of pricing if i'm looking to get into the market and spend uh you know an average 10 20 30,000 or more what product would you say has been one of the best products in terms well, of pricing the most popular is a 100 ounce silver bar whether it's an rcm or Royal a swiss, Canadian Mint, Royal or, Canadian swiss. Mint or a swiss pamp okay um or even a, a sahi which okay. took over Republic. Um, these are all LBMA-approved products, and they're the most popular, in the, and it's easy to purchase and easy to sell. Though right now there is a huge shortage on 100-ounce bars as well as 10-ounce bars. 10-ounce bars are the next most popular item to have, as well as kilo bars. Um, kilo bars are not so popular in the States because it's 32.15, and they're not... On the the uh, weight you're saying is 32.15 troy ounces yeah. is one kilo, right? Got so it. in the States, they're not really into kilos. They're more into ounces. So you'll see 10-ounce bars. One-ounce bars, 
uh, popular, um, but for me, it's it's that thing where people are thinking that the whole world's going to come crashing down, and they need a one ounce bar or a one ounce maple leaf to go and buy a loaf of bread. I don't think that scenario is going to happen. I don't think it will ever happen. All but right. people are scared about it. Okay, Jeremy, in gold, product-wise, your favorite product. 100% the one-ounce Royal Canadian Mint Gold Bar. comes in a blister pack. It's got the serial number on it. It's got the assay certificate inside. Quality, um, ounce for ounce, is the best in the world. And because we're buying it in Canada, it has the lowest premium. So bar none, it is the best product out there. As well as the PAM one-ounce one Fortuna Bar. Which also is a great product. Great, also sealed, vacuum yes. sealed, very and safe and secure. it's got a very scan. You get If you've got an iPhone, you yep. can even, even check the verification on it. All right. So in pricing, folks, what we're saying here is you're looking at uh, a, a, a confluence of factors, dealer, wholesale, profit margins, fabrication, shipping. All of them play a little role in a few pennies here and there in determining the final landed price. For that pricing, go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com. You can see it there and all the product we offer and the various discounts that Jeremy mentioned. Uh, 1-877-78-SILVER is the number to call if you prefer to call directly. And the next segment, if you stay tuned after this break, we're going to be discussing a particular type of account called allocated financing. So stay tuned for that, if you will. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and today with me, our fearless leader, Paul Wiseman and Jeremy Wiseman, also here as usual. And we are talking about all things related to gold, silver, and how it protects your wealth. And this has been no exception this week. The number to call if you're interested in getting a free package of information, 100% no obligation, just sent to you via email. We will take uh, your call personally if you like, or you can use the website is one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com. Gentlemen, we were talking in the last segment about the theme of pricing. How do we derive that final price on a bar of silver or gold? Great input, by the way, because I think it's a very common question. In fact, maybe the most common question we get. Why is paper price that they see when it says it's $18 silver different than what they see for a price of a bar? And, and I would say the other question that comes along with that a lot of the time is, what would happen if I buy it today and sell it tomorrow? What do I lose? And Darren, people ask about selling as well, because obviously you're going to acquire the product with the intention that one day you might want to sell it. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, this product is, you're able to sell it all liquid. around the globe. It's one of the most liquid markets. We take all of the product back, no issues ever. And essentially, you know, you're selling, let's say you're selling at $25, $30 an ounce. Maybe you hold on till 50 or higher uh, in silver. It's very simple. You take the spot price. There's going to be some sort of dealer premium in, in there again uh, and a few percentage points, and that's it. If you're a good client and good standing with Guildhall, you're going to get the favorable rates. That's what it comes down to. For sure. So use the number one eight seven seven eight silver to start that relationship or to add what you already have or the website, guildhallwealth.com. Now, fellas, speaking of product, uh, we've talked about it ad nausea. I have personally written about it, and there has been this behind-the-scenes shortage of product. We call it rationing in the industry. It's the dealer term used to denote that uh, the mints around the world when low on product will institute what is called rationing programs. So sometimes priority dealers get more of one product than the other yeah. and vice versa. But at the end of the day, it's a shortage of product, fellas. Yeah. And right now, the Royal Canadian Mint finally came out this week and, and give us justification, a little pat on the shoulder for something we've been talking about for months and said, 
we're short on silver, guys. Sorry, at this price, we can't keep up with the demand. We can't produce it. And what we're seeing it is in the 10-ounce bars in particular, you were talking about it earlier, Paul, it's been terrible. But we've been able to fill every single order for purchasing of 10-ounce bars to all of our clients. Uh, we're not selling bars to people that resell our bars, but our regular customers, we've been able to fulfill every order of 10-ounce RCM bars, Asahi 10-ounce bars, Morgan's 10-ounce bars. Uh, we were able to fill orders. So we've had uh, you know, enough sense to know what's happening in the marketplace. We order enough product to keep in our depository so that we can fill orders as needed. But 100-ounce bars are coming in the same way. Darren. There's a huge shortage uh, from the Royal Mint. We're getting, I believe it's like two to three weeks delivery now on product. Um, one ounce gold bars have been also, you know, been in great, great demand. And this is why you need to deal with reputable companies like Guildhall. 100% agreed, Paul. And we're in a position to say it because we do it. We put our money where our mouth is when we're talking about buying product and value propositions. And we always have it made available for clients. Not only that, because it's physical, gentlemen, we're going to touch on this in the next segment when we talk about allocated financing uh, right now. But you can go and see your product and touch your product and hold your product. That's all part of this whole puzzle. Taking it away from somebody else and not allowing them the opportunity to use it because it belongs to you. Jeremy? Yeah, and I, I do think that these shortages are an example of the fact that the prices are undervalued because people are able to buy more than their fair share. If the price was way, way higher, people might be actually looking to sell some product and you'd get some, some overturn there. Okay, let's talk about allocated financing. Now, this is the type of account where as a buyer, you have the right, not the you don't have to, but you have the choice to use some financing on your purchase. For me, very simple. You had a dollar to spend, but in this scenario, you're only going to lay out 30, 40 cents of that dollar, hold back the rest for a rainy day, the cost average, put towards another purchase, do something down the road. This account, both of you, and as quickly as you can, benefits of this account, Paul. Well, you're putting up, you know, 20% of the, the value of the metal. You're buying 100-ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars. They're allocated to you. You get the bar numbers. They're in a secure uh, warehouse, uh, sorry, a secure vault depository that where we keep our product, whether it's in RSPs or TFSAs mm -hmm. or in our own depository. But this is allocated to you. You're putting up a little amount of money. For example, silver's trading right now in the $18 range. For you to double your money, it's got to go to $36. By only putting up $7,000, you know, the market only has to move up $7 for you to double your money. Big difference. And Huge difference. Let's look at it a different way. The market went from last week and it moved up really rapidly from $17 to 1975 But that $1.75 move would show you a 25% profit. Whereas over that. a year, you know, you may only make 10%. So this is for somebody that wants to trade, um, wants to have a little bit of fun in the market. It's not to just put there, leave it, because allocated finance, you could take advantage of price moves, get in and out of the, the market, and we offer a one-time commission for 36 months that allows you to do this. Excellent. Let's talk a little bit more about why you like it, Jeremy, and the next segment, and diamonds. Big news in the diamond market. That and much, much more. You are tuned in to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com, and you are listening to this show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show. This week's show going by so fast. So much to talk about. This is a show about your money and physical precious metals 
and protecting that wealth, growing that wealth, expanding that wealth. Gold and silver can do that for you, and also natural fancy colored diamonds. Before we get there, though, we were just discussing in the last segment allocated financing, and it has been tremendous for our client base, especially when these markets start to take off like they have recently. And uh, our reasons for using allocated financing, first off, being able to spend a lot less than you would typically to buy that same one ounce of silver. Paul, you talked about the beauty of the account whereby to double your money, you only need a 7 or $8 move versus an $18, $19 move right now. And Jeremy, your reasons for liking allocated financing so much. Yeah, I like it for clients to have a, a little bit of fun in a sense and also grow their portfolio. So for me, you know, if a client has a thousand ounces of silver at home and they're, you know, sitting there, they're not using it, they could easily take that thousand ounces, double it up to, to 2,000 ounces without actually outlaying any funds. And so that gives them an opportunity to grow their wealth because as the market rises, the equity is growing, which means they're owning more and more of the, of the, the product. So I like that idea. So for example, another example, someone has 4,000 ounces of silver. They take one of those four and double the, the position. Now they have 5,000 ounces in the market. This does allow them, in my opinion, the ability to, to hit the sell button in an easier way. I do find sometimes when the market's running, as, as you've seen in, in this business before, Darren, when the market's running, people have a tough time selling because they're enjoying it so much. Um, but in this case, because you've added extra ounces in the market, those are ounces you could easily uh, let go of as well. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call guildhallwealth.com, the website to go to if you want some information on allocated financing and how to get yourself a thousand ounces of silver for around about 10,000 Canadian dollars. A fantastic way to look at this market, to hold back and protect some of that money that you would have otherwise spent and an all around great way to own silver. That's right. We said it. You own that silver. It is physical. In the case of the silver account, it is 100 ounce Royal Canadian Mint silver bars in gold. It's one ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars. Now, in addition to uh, talking about gold and silver, gentlemen, there is something called natural fancy colored diamonds. They have been so good to our client base. They have been so good to us. We own them. And the news right now, of course, this time of year is the Argyle uh, tender. And that Argyle tender, which happens once a year from the Argyle mine, which is all pink diamonds uh, and the world's largest pink diamonds, is very significant because in talking with a few people in the industry this week, we learned something. We are trying to assess whether or not we're going to get diamonds in bidding on this. And Paul, you're putting forth your best foot, obviously, like we do every year. Nothing is guaranteed right now. All the chips, all the cards on the table. Well, turns out they're saying that bids per carat for the Argyle tender could reach as much as a million dollars a carat. It may be a little too rich for me this year because everybody's going to be getting into the game. It's probably the last year of the tender where Argyle put up 55 to 60 of their finest diamonds that they produce that year. The tender's been going on for just over 30 years. So basically, you know, there's 1,800 tender diamonds out there in the world. Uh, there's a pittance. There's nothing. nothing. And to put 55 or 60 up this year, and it probably be the last year of the tender or the one before the last tender, as you said, it could be a million dollars a carat. You know, five, six years ago, we were paying 200 a carat, you know, for, for diamonds that we were bidding on tender diamonds. Right. And to pay a million, million is a little frothy. So 
But, but people will be buying it because they know it could be the last one ever. They're going to take those diamonds. They're going to push them to the back of the safe. They're going to sit on them and make nothing but money. One eight seven seven eight Silver GuildhallWealth.com's website. I highly encourage you, along with gold and silver, to consider the ownership of a natural fancy colored diamond. Jeremy, you more than anyone here know and have an intimate understanding of our inventory. You know we have some beautiful argyle pink diamonds currently here in our inventory. Yeah, you know, colored diamonds are not all created equal. You still have to find really high-quality, natural, fancy colored diamonds. And one of our strict criteria at Guildhall is that the pink diamonds have to have very good clarity. Uh, Typically, pink diamonds don't have the same type of clarity that you see in yellow diamonds or even blue diamonds, which are more rare than pink diamonds. Right. Uh, That's typically because pink diamonds tend to be smaller by the by the carrot so you can't really cut something that's already small and get an even better clarity out of it you kind of have to work with what you have that said we only deal in in clarities on pink diamonds that are vs or better uh, in fact you can go to our website right now we actually have a flawless pink and i Unheard dare of. you to try to find something similar uh anywhere uh, I doubt very much. I mean, we've been doing this for well over a decade, and we've never found a flawless pink diamond. Now, that's not an argyle, but it's still a flawless pink diamond, which means it's even more rare than the argyles because they produce 90% of the world's pinks. So that's what we're seeing on that end of things. And, uh, you know, look, at the end of the day, there's going to be zero availability of these diamonds going forward once this mine closes. Um, you know, you already have a trickle going down to less than a trickle, which will just be a tiny drip here and there of what comes to market from here on out. So it's not surprising that the prices are moving. And uh, these diamonds are incredibly rare, incredibly beautiful. All you have to do is go to the website and you can see what we offer at Guildhall. And in fact, we do have a tender diamond, but uh, I don't know if it's is it really for sale, Paul? No. <laughs> they say if the right price is right, yeah, we'll sell it. But you know what? It, it's just like money in the bank. But, you know, with the stock market, uh, with tariffs, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen, even with the 2020 election. I mean, I'm reading something this morning uh, on CNBC that uh, if Warren gets in, the stock market will take such a dump like it's never seen before. Real estate is starting to hurt. The smart money is putting their money into art and putting their money into natural fancy colored diamonds and ext- especially extremely valuable diamonds that you're seeing at Christie's and Sotheby's go into auction are um, basically pinks. People are buying pink diamonds, especially the argyle quality. The color is just so exquisite and so you know, completely rare. And, and I would say that this is a, a little bit like it's not trying to find an obscure artist before they break. I think that there's an acknowledgement that pink diamonds have broken but I think there's a long, long way to go on, on the natural fancy color diamonds, specifically because they are so rare. And, you know, if you can't find quarter carat, half carat VVS quality now, what's it going to look like in a couple of years when there's no mine? But also, we can't challenge everybody's pocketbook. And I believe once the Argyle mine closes, the vivid yellows and the intense yellows are going to just go through the roof. I mean, I think they're going to just... I mean, it's been quiet in the yellow market, 
uh, A, because of what's going on in China. Uh, it's really affected the market a little bit. But I think once the Argyle mine closes, vivid yellows will be the next pinks. One eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Go there often, see what we have, get excited like us, and give us a call. You are listening to The Real Money Show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guild Hall Wealth Management. We are in the middle of a show about lots of information on the most fun markets in the world, the only real money markets in the world, gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. It was a great segment, and what it tells me that last segment is that we better get our acts together and focus in on getting a colored diamond into our portfolios. If I'm an investor, I'm I'm new to this even, or if I'm a seasoned investor and I've been in every market, you really need to take a look at this information. Go to the website guildhallwealth.com, call the number, we'll send it to you free of charge, one eight seven seven eight silver and be among the first to get a hold of this idea, even though prices have gone skyrocketing in the last decade, it's still something that not a lot of people know about. And in the next 10 years, our fear is that it won't be that way. It just won't be easy to come by. But you can still get a pink diamond for under 30000 Canadian. For the moment. So For the next few months anyways, because once they announce how big those uh, bids were, and we don't know what the bids are because they're sealed, but they're going to say if it was an all-time high, you're going to know about it, especially if it comes up to what we said, which is the possibility of paying a million dollars per carat, the highest ever paid for tender diamonds. Jeremy. Now, Darren, we were talking earlier about uh, the, the the fact that silver's undervalued, and mm-hmm. you, you've brought an article here that basically demonstrates, A, how undervalued it is, and also just how small a market silver is as well. Well, that's a good point, Jeremy, because when we think about silver and gold, quite frankly, most people have this image of silver as being very plentiful. It's something we wear as jewelry. Maybe uh, a loved one has it on their finger and their ears or toes, and, and we don't think of it as an investable uh, commodity. And when we think of gold, we think about it being a substitute for dollar value or that central banks buy it. But The truth is, right now, silver is in a precarious position, and this is a huge benefit for an investor. So talking about the accounts we have, getting into silver, and talking about value, it is underestimated. And in fact, the CPM group estimates that there is about above-ground total supplies, 62.5 billion ounces of silver. That's investable silver. Say billion or million? Uh, 62.5 billion ounces of above-ground silver. That's currently owned silver. It's just meaning it could be made available. Got it. The right price. That means what everybody else has bought. Our clients might sell it. Yeah, that's not silver that's just not owned. That's silver that's owned by us, our clients, anyone that might sell it. 62.5 billion ounces. And what they did in this article, which is Jeff Clark, uh, senior analyst and a very good market analyst, very, very familiar with the silver market. What he did was just say, hey... If the CPM group is talking about investments, and we know pension groups and mutual funds and investment banks and uh, hedge funds and private equity, all of these have yet to touch silver, really, in any big way, shape, or form. They haven't really played in the physical market at all. But that is changing, gentlemen. We've heard headlines. We know the story is starting to change. Countries are starting to look at silver instead of gold. India is one of them. Their silver imports are growing faster than they've ever done in history. And he's saying, what would it take to basically bankrupt the entire silver above-ground supply. That means every ounce I own, you own, that hasn't been bought yet, every ounce. 
And he said that if we took 2% of any of the ones I just mentioned, mutual funds, pension funds, investment banks, and we put 2% into there, he created a nice little chart in this article we're going to share with our clients about how much of the total above ground supply they would use. And all of them use more than what is available. In fact, if 2% of the mutual fund industry put money into physical silver some way, shape, or form, they would need about 4,000% of the current above ground supply. Doesn't exist, right? Right. I mean, what does the future hold when you think about things like this? Okay, so so uh, just to reiterate here, what it's saying is that you need 2% in your portfolio to make it an investment if any one of these pension funds, investment banks, sovereign wealth funds, hedge funds, etc., wanted to move 2% of their portfolio into silver, Bankrupting. there is basically zero silver above well, ground for them. Silver. Well, you, you would bankrupt what's the above ground supply because you can do it. You can't fill you the order. The, in other words, because... Right. In other words, because they want this amount of silver, the prices would have to achieve an astronomically high balance in order to accommodate their request. Exactly. The point is that it's not that there's not enough silver out there. Yes. It's that there's not enough silver at this price. Correct. If the price of silver were to go up to three, four hundred dollars an ounce or 14 times the current, um, 14,000 you said then now you would have uh, you'd you'd be able to put it into those those type of accounts or those type of funds so you need a much much higher price in silver for any of these institutions to even look at this and it's the same thing with gold there's that kind of um, old myth that there's not enough gold out there to back the money supply yes there is at the right price correct and this is just showing just how undervalued the silver market is not that there's not enough product out there but that it's so cheap right now, they couldn't take, they couldn't put it into their funds. Well, the price is what inevitably would skyrocket, and it is likely in the next decade that because gold is still going higher with silver, that many of these institutional investors will turn to silver at some point and say, "How do we get some of this?" and the key concept here, and one of the reasons we love physical versus paper, is the fact that once an ounce is taken out of the system, it doesn't belong to anybody else. If it's on paper, who knows where it could be? It could be in 10 places all at once. Right. But when you physically park an ounce of silver in a vault and you go and see it and you have a serial number and it's yours and nobody else's, that is the purest, purest form of ownership. The only one that we recommend. Did Jeff Clark say how high the price would have to go for this to be something that would be available to these type of investment funds and, and et cetera? Well, in the article, he touches on the fact that um, even if it went back to its all-time high of 5250 Still too low. It, it wouldn't even get close to being high enough. That's why these funds invest. Like 25% of the IPOs that come to market, Goldman Sachs just came out with a report, are profitable. So 75%, the Ubers and the Lyfts and all these others, they're not even profitable, and yet people will pay 70 times... Earnings. future earnings to buy it that's why gold and silver makes sense it's something that's been around for 5,000 years it's only going to go up in value it's not a stock it can't go to zero there is no other process to bring you know so let's make gold out of thin air you can't do that you can't make silver out of thin air you have to mine it you have to refine it you have to put it into fabricate it 
it has to get into the public's hands. As you said, there's only probably 3% of the world own gold and silver. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. We'll be back in a moment. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Last segment before we call it another week, gentlemen, and uh, we would and should discuss the kind of uh, contests and giveaways that we're currently running because I want people who are listening to know there's more value in buying right now in the registered accounts, whether you're putting gold or silver into an RSP or a TFSA, both, uh, or lifts, rifts, liras, all kinds of registered accounts, you will qualify for one free gram of gold for every 5,000 US you put into those accounts up to a maximum of 10 grams. And in addition to that, we have a contest on right now, which if you've been listening throughout the show, is very easy to come by. It's twitter.com slash guildhallwm. That's twitter.com slash guildhallwm. Retweet the top post up and until September the 31st, I hear no, now, yeah. right? It's one day make it, over, make right? It the 32nd. Right, the 32nd. So yeah. we're, we're, we're holding on for an extra day into October. We'll announce the winner live on YouTube. We'll announce that coming up when we're going to do it. And it's for a 10 ounce bar of Royal Canadian Mint Silver. So go over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm and enter for free. And also follow up with the number 18778 silver. Tell us you heard about the contest here and we'll give you another free entry. Now, gentlemen, in wrapping up, this has been a very busy week. We've talked about the price of gold and silver. Silver sitting at 18, not budging really too much below that. During the week, a couple of times down to the 1760 range, right back up, it's getting bought up. Gold at 1500. Do we expect much different coming into the new uh, week next week? I, I think right now the market's filling in the gaps. I think it, the the market's getting used to the slightly higher prices than we've had throughout the year so far. Um, you know, there so many major banks have said the price of gold are going to go much much higher. I think gold is just waiting for that the gaps to be filled a little bit, and then we get the next round of higher movements up. And I think silver is going to follow it. And as we saw recently with the silver market, that it's probably going to overtake uh, in terms of in terms of performance. Well, again, if you see what we see, I'm sure as an investor, you'll want to be part of it. We're excited. We think the price of silver is going through the moon. We think gold is going up much, much higher than where it is right now. And we'd love you f- to be part of that. Guildhallwealth.com is the website, one eight seven seven eight silver Let's talk about gold ownership. Let's talk about silver ownership. And let's definitely add a natural fancy color diamond into that mix. If it's in your budget, Get all three. It is the ultimate way to do it. Now, Jeremy, in addition to that, we talked about pricing this week. Uh, we want to be as transparent as, as we can. And when we're talking about pricing, we were talking about the difference between bid and asks as it relates to gold and silver. What you hear about is the price on paper versus what the price is when you buy a bar versus a coin versus all those things. I don't want to rehash the topic too much. Suffice to say, they can call us and ask any time. We'll be happy to tell them what the difference is. And Absolutely. we talk about landed pricing all the time. Yeah, it, it, bars are going to play. The, the type of bar is going to have an effect. The larger the bar, the lower the premium. And then the volume of the orders or the account is going to help you get to better and better pricing. But remember, this is an actual physical product. This is the wood being turned into a chair, being turned into a desk. Yes, the wood has one price and the desk has another. And that's what you're paying for, the fabrication and delivery into your hand. So um, it's it's pretty simple, um, but it is a new type of investment. So if you come to Guildhall, 
get a hold of the physical product in your hand and you'll have that aha moment, you'll perfectly understand what this is all about. All right. In addition to that, we talked also about allocated financing, the ability for an investor to put up as little as 20% of the total metal value plus the cost of business and have 1,000 ounces of silver, which in this case this week means that for around 10,000 Canadian, they're getting in Canadian dollars somewhere around $23,000, $24,000 worth of metal. They control it. They own it. They get their serial numbers. It's product they can go, see, touch, hold, but they're putting up a fraction of the value in order to own and control it. And they get all of that profitability as the market moves up. We talked about the reasons we love it so much. Let us show you more on the website, guildhallwealth.com. Ask for the free package and note that when you're calling or going on and filling the form that you're interested in allocated financing. Jeremy, your final thoughts on that as well. And um, yeah, no, I love I love allocated financing. Definitely learn more about that. We talked about uh, the Fed. Interest rate cut. Oh my gosh. Remember when it was just a mid 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 cycle correction that they were doing what did mm-hmm. they call it yes a mid-cycle uh, fine change tuning. fine tuning all of a sudden boom another cut at the end of the day we've talked about this on the show darren we knew when they were raising rates and dropping the balance sheet that they were going to push the economy into a recession and we even had daniel Martino booth on the show and we were talking about how far before they prick that bubble that they've created and it looks like it's starting to happen in the repo market uh, we put that article up on twitter to understand what that market means but they have started qe again and you can call it a hundred different names. It's still quantitative easing. It's still printing money out of thin air. This is going to really be one of the things that pushes precious metals much, much higher. In fact, we think that the springtime prices of gold and silver will make the prices now look absolutely silly. They're going much, much higher, folks. I think gold and silver are going to be potentially both at all-time new highs. And in addition to the gold and silver markets, we want you to know more about diamonds. We talked about the Argyle tender. Bids are done, sealed, signed, whatever you want to call it. The end now, we're going to find out shortly what the outcome is. Prices, potentially, Jeremy, for the first time in our existence, going to as high as a million dollars per carat for the last of the last of the argyle pink diamonds could be the last tender we ever see it may just be the second last either way the shortage is about to start and is going to drive those pink diamond prices yellow diamond prices blue red all of them they're going higher so don't don't be uh someone who says i don't know anything about that market just get the booklet Get a nice overview of that market to see if that's something you want to investigate a bit further. Guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to. Get yourself on to the newsletter for the weekly uh, edition of what we talk about in the show. We'll make sure that this week's articles are there for you. And twitter.com slash guildhallwm for the Twitter contest, a free 10-ounce bar of silver there for retweeting the top post. And that is up and will be running through to the 1st of October. You have been tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We want to thank you for doing so. And you've been listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto.